0: Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals.
1: Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. We have a great show today. You're going to be glad to join us. Dr. Wade Taylor from Oakley, Kansas is going to join us. It's going to be a great show. We're going to talk about bringing value to feeder cattle, why we see value in certain cattle that come into feed yards, so much more. New tools. Stay tuned. It's going to be a great show. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. This is going to be fun. We have someone who I consider to be a mentor to me, uh, someone that has been such a great friend. Uh, our families are friends, and to get Dr. Wade Taylor here from Oakley, Kansas, to finally be on the camera, it's a, it's a treat for me. So thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Dr. Dan, and your true. You are a true friend, so thank you.
1: You got that right. So, um, Dr. Taylor, tell me a little bit about your practice and, and uh, some of the things that you do. You know, Obviously, we're both members of uh, owners in production animal consultation, but uh, you, you do a, quite a bit.
0: You know, De- Dr. Dan, originally I was a mixed animal practitioner and uh, still still enjoy the time or think about the enjoyment I got from treating dogs, cats, and in the cow herd. Today I've I've got Wade Taylor Consulting, which is primarily a feedlot consulting business, and uh, been blessed with many good clients and and a very enjoyable time by doing that. So I've been a blessed person.
1: Well, you know, the the amount of energy that you put into practice and the amount of energy you put into people in the feedlots you know, you deserve everything that comes back, Dr. Wade. And and um, as we talk about this, you know, you, you see a lot of cattle, and you see data from from millions of, of cattle that, that we take care of. What um, You know, when we start to talk about feeder calves and the value of a feeder calf, what are some of the things that kind of pop in your head?
0: Well, in any operation i always w- like to think about you know, what is the personnel what's the weather type what's their abilities uh, what are they capable of handling and we try to influence what type of feeder cattle we get into a feed yard based upon the logistics that we have uh, some people can handle high-risk cattle in a very great way. They bring them in with great husbandry and move them. Uh, Other operations need to have well-started feeder cattle that come in and with minimal amount of help and can handle things. So we always want to evaluate what their capabilities are. And if they change what they need to buy for economic reasons, then we have to work hard to Changes the habits of the people that are there.
1: Yeah, if you're feeding yearlings and feeding yearlings, and all of a sudden, you know, you get a good buy on calves and grain gets cheap, that's kind of a recipe for disaster.
0: And we have seen a few of those. Yes, (laughs) it it does happen. So, part of my job is to inform them of the risks that happens when that when that comes to place. We think of of calves off the ranch coming in as being a low-risk type cattle, or many people do, and that's wrong. Uh, They're naive coming in, haven't been exposed to many things, and we need to handle them with just as kid gloves as we do many of the sale barn cattle that come in. Uh, People that are used to handling high-risk cattle. when big feeder cattle come in they hardly know what to do they are always wanting to overtreat or overreact because they're what they're used to people that handle the the really good feeder cattle and they get the high risk cattle in they they do the opposite they don't react quick enough and that's part of your and my job is to help them
1: re- know what they're handling and react to it in time it's perfect folks we're going to take a break when we come back more with dr wade taylor talking about feeder calves arrival value and so much more hey folks welcome back to doc talk i'm dr dan thompson here with my friend and colleague dr wade taylor who's been a mentor to me uh, in my career and uh, just great to have you on the show and, and spend time with you talking about something we have a passion for which is feedlot cattle feedlot employees um, caregivers Um, but let's talk a little bit about how you score calves when they're coming in the feed yard okay dr dan i think we always want to
0: think how long did they travel Uh, were they come did they come through a sale barn did they come directly off the ranch have they did they come out of a starter yard Uh, what type of vaccination Receiving protocol, have they had? and the parasites been done? What nutrition are they on? Are they coming out of drought areas? Are they coming in after a snowstorm. Uh, what's their hydration status? I think we overlook water a lot, and the importance of those cattle being hydrated when they're on the truck before we
1: get them. Yeah. So. Um, you know, as you, as you then work with your clients, you're gonna put a, some sort of grade, whether it's in your head or on paper, that then, does that lead to how, to how you're gonna treat those cattle when they arrive? We like to really think
0: about, are they low, moderate, high, or ultra high risk, or in, in the, that type of classification. You know, low risk cattle or big stout, feeder cattle that come in from a, some type of grow yard or off grass, known vaccination history, and have you can, nutritionally they're in good shape. Moderate risk cattle can be big stout yearlings that come in out of sale barns or off grass, maybe have some nutritional compromise to them. Uh, high risk cattle, anytime they go through a sale barn, they're going to be moderate to high risk in my opinion uh, even the big feeder cattle because we're co-mingling and bringing different uh, bugs and personalities together yep the ultra high risk are usually lightweight uh, sale barn put together cattle uh, maybe multiple origins multiple sale barns uh, expectations of of probably high morbidity and high mortality and those are much different to treat than than those low morbidity, mortality of the low-risk cattle.
1: Yeah, I always thought that whenever they were naming them high-risk and low-risk, it only was associated with the health. But as you and I have seen, it's also associated with the ability to predict what those cattle are gonna do in the feed yard because the higher the risk, health risk, the less predictable and the higher risk they are economically too. That is true, uh, how, they,
0: how we can develop their intakes, get their eating patterns established on those ultra high risk cattle sometimes really drives the performance. If we can't get them to eat, they can't perform. So low risk cattle usually come to the bunk. They usually have higher intakes, get more dry matter intake into them easily. So we end up with more consistent performance with those. The Ultra high risk cattle will have much more variability
1: in what their performance will be. Yep. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a, a new program that we're starting that uh, you can find on the internet with Dr. Wade Taylor, Production Animal Consultation. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. Uh, It's just a pleasure. We're out in in Western Nebraska, and uh, I'm here with Dr. Wade Taylor from Oakley, Kansas. He has Wade Taylor Consulting. He is also an owner, and he's the the founder of of Production Animal Consultation, which I'm an owner and member of with Dr. Wade and and our team. And uh, you know, it's kind of exciting times. Very exciting, Dan. always
0: new, always new challenges in front of us.
1: Yep. And, and, you know, one of the things is we talked about the value of feeder cattle and, and the value of, of helping connect the ranch and the feedlot through, through veterinary medicine and, and different portals. Um, we've, we've started uh, not just being a, a feedlot company, but we're now working with, with cow, calf and, and ranch veterinarians. Great people, ranchers in the the cow-calf veterinarians are
0: integral parts of the beef industry and we always need to remember them.
1: Absolutely, and, and, uh, and uh, if there are good cow-calf practitioners out there um, and are interested in production animal consultation, you know, find our, our website, packdvms.com. You know, that kind of led us to part of the, the integration from the ranch to the feed yard to the packer Um, Dr. Wade, now we're we're helping the veterinarian, work with the veterinarians in these regions, work with feedlot operators um, to procure cattle.
0: Yes, we are starting a new program there, Dr. Dan, as you well know. Uh, Over the years, what I see in the feedlots is that we get history, but management is not sure that that's the true history. They don't completely trust that the vaccination parasite control etc is is correct so they redo it and we repeat products sometimes that we don't need to Uh, i believe that the local practitioner the local veterinarian has the confidence of the cow calf man and he has my confidence and if we can work out a system that we get the information from the local practitioner into the feedlot. I believe we should utilize that to make programs that adapt to the individual lot instead of making all cattle adapt to
1: what we do. Absolutely. And, and you know, we both know that the, what, what over-vaccinating and, and over-administration of products, we always think that nothing can, you know, was it Dr. Upson said, above all, do no harm? very well said we're now finding that sometimes when we overdo things um, we can cause harm
0: yes we do so uh, with the with this new calf selling site what we're trying to do is it, is take the information that's given and make sure that we don't duplicate and do harm if it's not even the vaccines parasite control whatever that they do not need and we don't need to spend the money on. Yep. But the first thing we really worry about is not creating more health problems.
1: And when you have uh, veterinarians engaged at both the cow-calf site and the feedlot site communicating, um, there's, there's a, a more uh, better development on the farm and the preconditioning programs of getting those cattle prepared so we know exactly what we're getting when they come in. That's correct.
0: And it's, if we know what they have coming in and, and can adjust the problems uh, in the program to, to fit the cattle, then it's my duty and the feed yard's duty to get that information back to the local practitioner so he can talk to his cow-calf man about what the response was and how it worked. And then the, the system can work together to make it more efficient
1: and better welfare for the cattle. Perfect. Folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with Dr. Wade Taylor right here on Doc Talk. Hey, folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. Wade Taylor. He is the owner and operator of Wade Taylor Consulting, he is the founder of Production Animal uh, Consultation. Him and Dr. Tom Knopfsinger um, have provided a, a great practice environment for so many of us. Uh, throughout the years and, and just um, you won't find a better man and he has an even
0: better family. I will agree on
1: the second part. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Wade, when, we, you know, when we're buying cattle coming into the feed yard, it, I think that people underestimate the lack of preparation and what really happens when those calves get, get to the yard. That is true, Dr. Dan.
0: You know, I've heard several people always say that it's like sending kindergartners to school and then vaccinating them and wondering why we have problems. In today's world, I guess we understand that if you just wear a mask and don't go to school, you don't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but we are gonna send these cattle somewhere and they're probably not gonna wear a mask. Really? So they, they probably will have the opportunity to get sick uh, we're bringing cattle into an environment where there's a lot a lot of viruses a lot of bacteria floating around the intermingling of the cattle can create some of that uh, dr tom spent a good part of his life talking about how handling of cattle can decrease stress but when we bring these cattle in without any preparation uh, the ability of the bacteria and the viruses to overwhelm them is much greater. So the variability of health, whether it's morbidity, mortality, the variability of intakes, the variability of how the cattle adjust to the yard is, is greatly increased. When that happens, the feedlot management team usually ends up vaccinating with a set program that's made for the worst case and not the best case scenario. So we can end up with wire fill issues that we could eliminate by better preparation of the cattle coming in. And many times it works out fine, but the ones that don't, we remember.
1: Yep, and you know, our I think our feedlot operators are are they're willing to pay for that value we're seeing it, and we're seeing it whether regardless of the database, that when we prepare these calves of, that are of optimum genetics and, and are prepared, the value is there and, and people will pay for it. Yes. Most of the time in the feedlot, we want
0: less variability. We want predictability. We want to know what we have and what we predict that they will do will happen. and. Especially as we move where our caregivers are harder to come by, workforce is less. We need to have product that comes in the door that we can handle very minimal and get the best results without a lot of human interaction.
1: It's perfect. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for watching, DocTalk. Remember, always work with your local veterinarian, and if you want to find out what we do, you can find us on the web at www.DocTalkTV.com. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, here with Dr. Wade Taylor, and we'll see you down the road.
0: Closed captioning is brought to you by Profusion Drench for Beef Cattle, a no prescription, no needle supplement. To learn more, go to ZenPro.com. Doc Talk was brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals. Time is money on the farm, and your cows are less productive when they're stressed. The Alertus on-farm test from IDEX allows you to quickly test cowside and identify open or pregnant cows within minutes on your schedule in the parlor, barn, or chute. It's more efficient for your farm, very simple to use, and puts you in control. With minimal training and reliable, fast results, sample-based pregnancy testing is better for beef and dairy producers. Learn more at IDEX.com slash doctalk.